You only think you liked that movie. Don't worry. We'll set you straight. You're listening to The Fellas. It's your good buddy Antoine here, and I was just taking a happy little trip over to Puppet Town, a little place called Sesame Street, and do you know what I found? What? Sesame Street's not there anymore. Oh, no? Yeah. Apparently, they went over to HBO because HBO offers them a lot of money, so poor little puppets like me and you who can't afford HBO, well, we'll just have to get fucked. Oh, you can't just steal it on somebody's account and watch it on the app? Well, I could do that, but that would still give HBO money. And right now, HBO can eat a dick. Oh. I'd rather both HBO and Sesame Street burn. Can you say that, boys and girls? Can you say, let them burn together? Let them burn. Yay. Feels warm in the tummy. All right, folks. So today we're back. Me, Ray, and M. And uh, today's program will be brought to you by the letter P for fake ass reviews. None of that had the letter P in it. (laughs) You see, this is what happens when Sesame Street goes away. You get illiterate motherfuckers like this because there's no Sesame Street anymore. It's brought to you by the letter P, which means psychosis. What? (laughs) I never really learned how to read and write, you see. So today we saw Happy Time Murders. Oh, by the way, we are still continuing what I call, I dubbed our Chi-Com experience. Yeah. Because as I said before, China is just kicking America in the balls. You know, there's like not been a Sony movie or a Disney movie. That you've been excited to see? No, that we've seen at all this month. Fuck. And it's weird because so far this month, damn near every movie we reviewed, I'm like, I love it. I love it. I like it. I love it. They've all been fucking good. They, they've been and they're good. all Chinese. Yeah, they're all Chinese. They're all produced by Chinese companies who are, again, they're following the program. They're following the script that's been laid out by better people than these other directors. They're following the fucking script. Or they're just throwing money at whatever thing might be interesting. Being interesting is one thing, but once the audience gets in there you have to hold them now i will say the first time i saw the trailers for the happy time murders i said i'm all in yeah i wasn't particularly excited at seeing uh uh, mccarthy because mccarthy she needs to do some soul searching these past couple movies ever since ghostbusters yeah it's like i think she fucking hates herself and she's trying to destroy her career now honestly she tried to get out of ghostbusters because she was a fan of the original ghostbusters and the cartoon yeah the real Ghostbusters. And it didn't take her too long working under uh, Paul Feig to realize this is a flaming pile of garbage. Yeah. And she tried to get out Yeah, and they wouldn't let her. And I think I genuinely believe ever since Ghostbusters, she's just been trying to destroy herself. I think it killed her on the inside. When I first saw that Red Band trailer, I was like, holy shit, Hollywood's finally doing something fresh. Yeah. They're finally doing something new. I didn't know it was part of the Chinese conspiracy. No. The Manchurian candidate conspiracy to take over Hollywood. And I'm going to let it happen. Fine. Take them. Fuck it. You know, I think the reason why people are hating on this damn movie so much is because they were recently burned by another movie made by another guy called Seth Rogen. Oh, you're talking about that, uh, the food shit? Yes. Because it was so different and so out there that when you finally got to see it, it was really something you never actually want to watch ever again. No, Seth Rogen did not play it right. And you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. We're going to juxtapose these two. Seth Rogen's movie did not play it right. Happy Time Murders. Yeah. They played it 
Right. Because immediately in the Seth Rogen thing, you drop the facade and then it's just an hour and a half of food saying fuck shit cunt all day. I thought the and first- it wasn't funny. It also. was cute the first minute, but it was, yeah, it was ongoing and it became abusive. Well, it was cute the first minute because they kept up the narrative that they're in a happy, idealistic food sort of utopia. But as soon as a little song was over, the first words out of the hot dog's mouth, oh, I'm so fucking excited and this and it's like, damn, dude, already? Okay, well, I guess, all right. So it's not an idyllic, happy world the it's- way the song portrayed. If I'm spitting curse words all day, that must mean at some point in my life, I've had some harsh things happen. There's a Seth Rogen way, and then there's the Quentin Tarantino way, where it's like, there's fucking shit in every sentence, but strategically placed where it's not so, like, Well, here's overwhelming. the thing. Quentin Tarantino tosses it all over the place because it's supposed to be over the top. Yeah. And that's what you come to expect. Yeah. They're, they're doing it for a reason. With Food Fight, is that what's called? Food Fight? No, it's what called it? Sausage Fest. With Sausage Fest, the idea to me was that it's a happy sort of Disney movie with talking food where bad things don't happen. And then the food learns the hard way that you're going to be eaten, digested, shit out of someone's bowels and flushed down a set of pipes where you will eventually break up into pieces and dissolve to be filtered through a water filtration system and then pumped back into the reservoir. Yeah. I figured the joke was them learning about that and getting some harsh realities of the world. That's what I thought, too. You know, but the problem was right away, they just broke it down. As soon as I think within the first 10 minutes, you toss that idea out the window. Yeah. And then it's your average Seth Rogen fuck cunt shit bitch you know them interacting so it's like okay well that idea they have tossed that idea out the window so i guess it we'll just have to rely on the jokes and god help you if you're watching a seth rogan movie and you're relying on the jokes yeah. you're in for a rude fucking awakening the best thing they could have did was use more sight gags based on what it is they're living through and what it is they're going through and they didn't do that and then worst of all because seth rogan is a huge fucking sjw yeah the movie broke down into some sort of a treatise on religion yeah and how religion is just a coping device and it's like okay so we made everyone wake up to the fact that religion is just a coping device now let's all have a huge fucking orgy and then roll credits i'm like yeah but you're still gonna get eaten yeah i don't how does what that, the fuck's going on? You didn't achieve anything, and it's not funny. And, and so it kind of, yeah, yeah, that that kind of dissolved into a mess. But in Happy Time Murders, they eased you in, and then they pulled back. It became a very Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It well, was kind of yes, like yes, more or less I'll like tell that. You why I was about to say that, Ray, and you pointed it out first. You didn't quite articulate it because yeah. I'm going to articulate it now. Unlike the Seth Rogen movie with the food, yeah, this one, yes, it's set in an environment that's funny with. Some sight gags but at the end of the day the sight gags will wear off the novelty will wear off yeah and once that novelty wears off you better have an actual good movie to support it and at the end of the day this is a murder mystery you have to gather the clues and you're like wait a minute wait a minute and then as a member of the audience you're piecing it together at the same time as a character and you're like holy shit you know this is what's going on and it's a very traditional trope style of murder mystery yeah you know it, it ain't no big time fucking convoluted M. Night Shyamalan near yeah. the twist at the end sort of thing it's a 
straightforward murder mystery. Yeah, and it's you a buddy cop. Kinda, yeah, and it's a buddy cop thing, too. Yeah, kind of like uh, Rush Hour, where the, both of the cops kind of hate each other, and then they kind of, right. like, trust each other. It, now, it's kind of that whole thing, too. Now, you brought up Roger Rabbit. Say, so, oh, yeah, Roger Rabbit did it, but it stayed good throughout the whole thing, because once the novelty wore off, Who Framed Roger Rabbit had a damn good murder mystery. That was a good yeah. murder mystery movie. And the one thing that Who Framed Roger Rabbit had over this, that this should have done more of, and I pointed out, yeah. it should have used more sight gags based on the environment that you in. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Constantly throwing in cartoon characters like, oh, this is something people do every day, yeah? What if we put Daffy Duck in there? What'd it be like? Daffy Duck acting like Daffy Duck. And it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, would people go to this place all the time, yeah? What if we have a, a talking cab instead yeah, of normal... Yeah, nothing to do with the story, but it was yeah, entertaining. Yeah, but it's, it kept it fresh so you don't get bored with the whole, oh, this is what it is. Okay, I, I'm really pleased with this setup. And then after a while, the novelty wears off. But if you keep reintroducing new situations and showing how this novelty would fit in that situation, yeah. you keep people into it. I would have preferred that Happy Time do that more. It, but It did that throughout the first, I would say, 45 minutes. It did that. Yeah. Uh-huh. It seemed familiar with the yeah. redhead showing up, being very sexy, mm-hmm. hiring the guy for her. That was very 1940s detective. But, but, but I also like the way they were directing it. It did look like a movie, but it also did feel like Sesame Street in certain shots, the way they were kind of interacting with humans. But in the real world, it was like, yo, kids ain't that fucking nice. Because so many of the puppets to me tried to retain the whole wholesome thing. They needed kind of, you know, fight back a little bit more than I wanted to. Well, that's not so much what was bothering me. The city was a bit too racist. I understand you're trying to show that puppets are shit on, but you really had people going out of their way. Like, uh, there's the scene where they go to the guy, the producer's place, the director, and he's like, oh, you know, this why why would I have to talk to this puppet? You know, I have several puppet housekeepers at my place. I'm not a racist, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, you run a, a media empire that gets a fortune by having puppet actors. Why are you shitting on puppets so much? That's like if I make my fortune selling cars at a car dealership, when you talk to me, I'm like, man, cars are such shit. You know, you know you'd be so much better off taking a fucking bus. Or riding I mean, a bike. I, you know, it's... But I think they use that as a motive to get Phil to throw that ball on his head. You didn't need... Part but, of the joke. but that's okay. the thing. You didn't need that as a motive. She could have been sitting there questioning him the whole time. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He's like, all right, sir. And then Phil gets up. All right, sir. Uh, One thing, though. I have a quick question for you. These papers right here, are these the contracts you were talking about? Yeah, those are. I see. And sir, what's that right there? And he turns around, you smash the shit in the back of his head, and you pick the stuff up and go. And she'd that- be like, God damn it, Phil. You're a loose cannon. This is why you're not on the force anymore. And that would have been so much funnier to me. Yeah. Than the whole, oh, I'm a bigot. I'm a racist. He hit me because I made him so angry talking about puppets the way they are. It's like, no, I hit him because he has some shit we want and he won't give it to us. And there's a fucking, there's a murder going on. Damn it. Lives are at stake. Yeah. I'm not here to play by your rules. I'm here to save lives. Because he's supposed to be the loose cannon yeah. sort of guy. That's why he got tossed off the force. But it's like, no, he, he's a racist. So really, everybody's you know, a racist. Feels, yeah. feels the good guy yeah. by knocking out that racist. No, I knocked his ass out because he had some shit I wanted and he wouldn't give it to us. And while my partner is doing the diplomatic route, you know, she's interrogating, she's talking. I don't got time for this shit because I get things done. And then you could have had the cranky lieutenant. Damn it, Phil. How many? 
many times I gotta tell you, you're a loose cannon. You do this shit again, I'll take your badge. You want my badge? Fucking take it. It's on top of my cock. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. That would have been great. <laughs> It's it's the same trope that's been done over and over and over, but it's being done with a puppet. Yeah. And how could you look at that with a straight face and just be like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. It's, it's a fucking puppet. They should have been doing more like that. They really should have been doing more like that. That was that was really my only complaint with it. The actors in the movie, because honestly, there's only two that you need to know. Everyone else is a fucking puppet. Uh, that's uh, Melissa McCarthy. Who played as the uh, the former partner? And yeah. I didn't like the fact that I couldn't tell what sort of personality type she was supposed to be. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Was she like the tough, angry detective with no femininity, or was she the funny, you know, I'm gonna cut you to shreds with my tongue, wit sort of detective with yeah. no femininity, or was she like I'm gonna pound the paved stone and I'm gonna look for things other people miss because I'm just that that fucking good with no femininity yeah. type of detective? I, I I don't know what sort of detective I, she was. Yeah, I couldn't quite pin it down. And I was telling you, I think the best person for that kind of role would have been Jane Lynch. More of the jokes would have landed better with her. Oh yeah, all the uh, all the are you a man or a woman yeah. jokes. There was a lot of those. You know, you look like a man. Yeah, <laughs> she would have done a much better job. And I think the reason why they went with Melissa McCarthy is because she, she has showed more, up. Well, that too. <laughs> she can actually get more people to the seats for in a women demographic because there were more women in that theater than they were guys yeah that is weird there was like the whole row we were in there was just nothing but like kind of like middle-aged women so, so i guess they like her appeal i felt like she was just recycling the same concept of her being a grouchy cop like in the movie with her sandra bullock oh you mean uh whatever the fuck those two did together because <laughs> I, I remember yeah, the movie I, I remember the movie but not the story it was too well, boring. Well, really. one, she was supposed to be dragging her handcuffed to some location uh, together with Sandra Bullock. I can't remember that shitty fucking movie. I, I can't. And, and that's why no one cares. Because yeah, no one can remember that movie. I'll remember Happy Time, though. Yeah. I remember that for a good long while. And the movie starts off firing on all cylinders. You know, you have this character who's supposed to be Phil. He was a cop who, he's a disgraced cop who became a private investigator. And he's got the whole 1940s gumshoe thing going on. So, you know, he's there with his secretary, the the honeypot, the man trap sort of woman comes in. You know, she's a sexy redhead. Oh, detective, you know, I'm being blackmailed. You know, I need you to find who's blackmailing me because I have sex with all these people all the time. And I'm thinking one of them is blackmailing me or whatever. So she hands him a letter. You cut out all the letters from magazines yeah. to put what you want to say. Yeah, it's kind of like when you're robbing a bank. You want a little ransom note. Yeah, so the cool part is he goes like, okay, I recognize this P. It's from a particular type of porn magazine. But only one place sells uh, puppet porn magazines. Because that's kind of seen as like a fetish. Yeah. It's like, dude, why would you want to fuck a puppet? Come on, dude. No, only one place has puppet porn magazines. He's like, oh, yeah, I know where this pee is from. So he goes to the porn shop. The guy knows him. He's there, like, all the time. And this, to me, was the high point of the whole movie. Yeah, it was the the high point. That first scene was the high before the first murder. Everything before the first murder was the high point of the thing. I think it was because the whole world felt real at that point. Mm-hmm. They set up the world such in a perfect way where like, okay, I got used to puppets being everywhere and puppets doing outlandish things and even puppets doing what actual real humans do. But this took it to that new level. But this took it to like a way when another go, level. I mean, imagine if you will, and trust me, there's a lot more to see than this. So I won't be spoiling too much, but imagine if you will, you go into a place, you, you want to see a porn video and your fetish 
is milking cows. And there's a puppet cow on her back with like eight udders, and it's being milked with an octo- by an octopus. And each arm has an udder, and the milk squirting out is is somewhat reminiscent of a different white liquid that was squirted onto someone's face. Skeet. Yeah, yeah. So he's constantly skeeting milk on his face. <gasps> oh, <it's> like, <laughs> and even the detective is like, "What the fuck? Man, close the door. I don't want to see that shit." Oh, I gotta, I gotta produce my own content now because the internet's killing me people don't want to come to to rent tapes you can go on the internet get all that shit for free i'm like well i feel your pain buddy but he's back there filming his own content and he's like look and this was the one part that's that's that was kind of bullshit to me i would have done it differently he says look i need to find somebody that purchased one of these magazines yeah uh state law says you have to have a registry of all the people who buy your magazines oh of course i do it's in the back when you see the registry okay and i'm like okay that's stupid (laughs) Why? What? city would require you to keep the information of everyone who purchases a fucking magazine. Yeah. Freedom of speech says that unless something has some sort of confidential or secret information in it, they can't bar someone from having it. Ergo, they can't require someone to be registered to have it. Ergo, they can't take down your information for getting it. Why would you have a record (laughs) or something like that? That was stupid. I understand they were just trying to have an excuse for him to go back there and find his lead but what i would have done no and there's a million a million times in this movie i'm like yeah i could have i could have written that better i could have written that yeah of course because you you worked at a porn shop for a while at least you have some real life experience on Uh, 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 a gay porn shop oh you keep leaving out the most important part but my whole thing is i would have had him go to the guy and says okay look you sell these yeah 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 you know you want an issue no no i don't need one but um i need a list of the names of all the people on your customer base who gets those magazines no phil i don't do this is a porn shop i don't keep the lists of people's names and whatnot that would be a breach of trust they come to me for the safety of knowing that they can do what they do in private i don't keep that sort of information and he looks at him he says i need a list of the people who show up to buy your smut. And he I haven't put like a hundred dollar bill on the table and he's like going to backs in the office. <laughs> or something like that. Like, yeah, I keep a list of the people. That would have been for, better. For blackmail purposes or whatever. He's like, yeah. dude, I wouldn't keep a list of the people's name. That's a breach of their privacy. Here's a hundred bucks. I want a list of the names of the people who get it. Yeah, we've got the file for all of our customers who get that in the back. <laughs> and that I would have had better. him go back there. I would have had him see that there are monitors monitoring all the booths to spy on people to see what they do. All that crazy stuff. I would have had him go back there and see real life people doing stuff with puppets. In the booth. That would have yeah. been nice. Like the thing with the dog, that the, the fire dog whipping the, the human fireman. Yeah. That was a tape that was playing. But I'd be like, no, that's what's happening in the back he's got he's running a prostitution thing you're going in people are going in there getting happy endings and whatnot it would have been like just seedy as shit yeah that would have actually been really really good and that would have been funny i would have had it be so vulgar that at that point it'd be like look you're gonna stay you're gonna leave (laughs) i got your money already yeah this is what's gonna prove it remember that awesome movie team america world police yes using nothing but marionettes yes do you remember how graphic that sex scene was it was very graphic with nothing but marionettes marionettes yes. every sexual position known to man done with marionettes that's the sort of graphic stuff i would have had go down in that porn shop and it'd be like this is what you're in for make a decision this D- is what you're in for leave or stay M, yeah what was your impulses because this is like 
This is like raunchy humor for guys. This yeah, is like I think they're just saving all the sex for like that one scene that where yeah, which, yeah, which to me is like you should have had that in their way sooner. Yeah, in I, my opinion. Honestly, I thought that was going to be the first time they meet. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think that was going to be him. What I thought was I, when I saw the trailer, I thought that scene was like a talent agent or like a movie producer. Oh, and the secretary is like, yeah, he's servicing a client. He seems like just banging some chick back there. It's like, okay, that's that's some starlet that's trying to get a job in oh. L.A. To me, that would have been funnier. Oh, that would. Yeah, that would have like. <laughs> yeah, we're searching for suspects in this murder. You know, and this this is the agent for the happy time people. The guy who gets uh, the puppets the jobs yep. or whatever. Oh, that would have been and fucking like, great. Oh yeah, Mister So and So, he's servicing a client, you just, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't have even seen it beforehand. The only thing that hampers this movie is so much that was done could have been done better. I really would have used a tad bit more sight gags using the puppets. Normal stuff, just using the puppets. Family Guy would have easily given you an idea of how to do that. Family Guy is the king of sight gags. Oh, but there's no reason for that sight gag. Who fucking cares? Make up a reason. Yeah. Family Guy does it. Hey, remember when? Boom. Flashback. And you have the sight gag that you want. And they did do that a couple of times in this movie, Mm -hmm. but they did it in a different format, like in a dream format. Yeah. It did bring a whole new level of interest while you're watching it. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that was kind of bothering me is like, I don't know what was going on. It could have been the music or the tone of the music they were playing in the background just made me sleepy. But most of all, they actually captured a pretty decent universe that I want to see again. The writing could have and the better. jokes had to be much better. I felt like they were giving me all this uh, raunchy visuals and really decent sight gags with dialogue that was reminiscent to kind of like a kid that's 12. Well, that's because they assume that the raunchy humor and the sight gags would be enough. And it is enough for the first like 20 minutes of the movie. Well, for me, it was like 45. Well, once they left the uh, the porn shop, yeah, nothing hit me as hard as the porn shop. See, when you're getting your fix, you have to get a bigger high. Right. I thought no, no hit is going to be as good is whichever one was the highest you had at the time. I thought I thought the biggest hit was when you realized they actually hired a stunt double for Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, that that actually had me laughing, and that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't even meant to be a joke. I was like, it's a fucking stunt because she was fucking flying over the table. It was a good scene. Yeah, it was. A- it's just completely unbelievable that the land whale that is Melissa McCarthy. No disrespect, Melissa. Look, I can I can stand to lose a few pounds too. We know how it is. You know, we're, we're both in the game. But- yeah. Yeah, she's going to do fucking lariats across tables and shit, you know, and the whole, I don't like the way you're talking to these women. That came so out of the blue. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. If that other chick had played it, uh, the yeah, one you mentioned yeah, before, Lynch. that I can see. Yeah. Or at the very least is like, she shows that she's always giving people a hard time when you're shitting on women. Yeah. Maybe even come right out and say she's a lesbian. Yeah. You know, she she doesn't like you fucking with women. You know, this, this one guy, this one pimp was beating up his prostitute, his bitch, and she came by there. She fucking cut his dick off and made him eat it. She's fucking crazy. Yeah, that, that sort of thing would have made sense. There's a few scenes in that gang high out where it felt like they were taking some like direct uh, scenes from Taken, the Purple Gang. So here oh, the black me. dude, yeah, or the one who was supposed to be. A I don't puppet. think I don't think there was any black dudes in this movie, man. Well, no, he, he he's black for a puppet. Oh, 
That's why he was purple? Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. I didn't realize that. And also, he had a goatee and he had a deep voice. Oh, your brother was all right. He was this cool cat. Everything's a bunch of different random scenes. It would be kind of pointless to try to make a timeline. But the the basic plot, though, by the way, I know we're jumping all over the place. Yeah. And it's fine, guys. We don't have to go in linear order. You're fine. Someone's trying to kill all the members of this TV show called uh, The Happy Time Gang, which I thought was great the way they showed it. Everyone was all happy. And you're showing what they're doing now in life. And it's so different. You know, only one of them has like a great career that's moving forward. And that's the main character's brother. But the rest of them are kind of down and out. And they're all like getting killed because someone bought the rights to the show for a huge amount of money. So all the cast members could have it split up. If any of the cast members are not around, like they're dead, the remainder that would have gone to them get split up among the rest of the cast or, you know, their family or whatever. So it's like, yeah, someone's killing off all the happy time friends and the happy time friends are all puppets except for one woman who is a human who is supposed to be like the sex pot. Think like when you're watching something like, let's say, Sesame Street. Yeah. And something educational. And yeah. you have all puppets and your kids are watching that. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And you happen to walk by the screen one time. And you notice like the human woman that's there is the central focus of it. Looks fucking banging. Like, That's how show is. And then you're like, as an adult, <laughs> as a parent, you're like, I know what this is. Because <laughs> the kids got to watch and the parent don't want to be forced to sit here and watch this shit. So the parent will usually try to find something else with puppets or educational or whatever and say, oh, let's watch this instead. And the kid's like, oh, but I want to see the puppet. Shut up. You're a kid. You're going to watch what I tell you to watch. But if you have like a banging ass character like big tits and small waist and she's constantly bending over oh we're so we're such friends let me let me bend over and pet this puppet on the head and like give a real big exposed shot of the tits they know what they're doing that's for the for the adult men who are going to let you watch this show and sit out here and watch it with you because well at least i get to see some titties there was a famous kid's show called shusha called what shusha Never and heard the, of it. the girl was well rumored to be a porn star or something that like that yeah it's, she was rumored to be what a porn star but it's just a rumor but she was like hot as shit and she would dance and sing these songs with little kids i used to watch some of those things and it's called shusha s-h-o that's her name x-u-x-a okay you know she's a porn star and name starts with x that's her are you sure it's x-u-x-a yeah it's shusha yeah it's super shusha contra obaxio astrial is this her yeah she she probably has black hair now i don't i never believed she was a real blonde I just really want to see what the hell's going on with this here, huh? Susa trampoline episode. There's no reason for her to be wearing that. But there's times she wears these skin-tight shorts with bikini tops. Really? Yeah. This is a more cleaner version. It's kind of like Double Dare almost. Kimpy in that. She doesn't look sexy in this. I mean, she ain't ugly, but... I mean, this is 1980s, man. This is fucking sexy as it is. Look at that. I mean, for 1980s, this is kind of fucking... But look, you see what I mean? Mm. Everything's always skimpy. Everything's short, short. She's... Dear Lord, that, you know, kid, that kid does not look like she knows what the fuck's going on. <laughs> like, oh my God, what's going on here? Everybody's fully dressed except for her. She doesn't even look like she wants to be there. Okay, this is descending into madness. The camera this, start- is a, this is a Brazilian show. Yeah, look, camera starts right on her crotch. Well, yeah, it's all skin tight, man. 
Shusha. That movie reminded me of those Shusha. old shows. <laughs> well, I've just learned something new. That's the reason that they're there. So, so all the characters go off to do their own thing. The black dude, of course, becomes the leader of a gang. Uh, the female lead, who is also the love interest, the former love interest of the main puppet character. And this woman's a human. She goes off to be a stripper. Played by Elizabeth Banks, who in... Thick with makeup. Jesus. She is plastered with makeup. Thick with makeup, thick and figure. She didn't seem that fat. It's a rated R movie, and she's fully clothed in denim jeans. Yeah. I that don't was, understand. She's at a strip club. Yes. Fully clothed. That, that was... Yeah. She was retired. What? From no. what? Stripping? From what? Retired I've been, from stripping? Look, I've been to strip clubs where they're fully clothed, and it was the worst experience I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. There's like three guys in there. I walk into a strip club if she's fully clothed by the second chorus of the song i turn around and walk out the fucking oh, the door one with her, the one with, when she, that was her with the wig remember with the carrot she was with the cat with the oh, rabbit I didn't know that was her. oh you want these carrots oh yeah the jokes yeah. were funny but look even if you're gonna use a body double i would have had her with like some baby carrots and she'd been a stage dancing she around didn't want to get and i'd show it. her from well it doesn't have to be her it can be a body double i I'd show her from behind and she'd like tell the rabbits oh you want some carrots yeah i want some carrots and i have like sticking the baby carrots up her hooch and then sort of like bangkok ping pong ball trick you know, i have her like shooting the baby carrots out of her like oh hooch. my god <laughs> and the rabbits oh, oh, the rabbits would be going nuts like that's that's raunchy as shit but it's kind of funny even toning it down a little bit they didn't even have her suck the carrot on the stage they had yeah. her bite the carrot and had to peel the carrot but they didn't want her sucking the carrot and that actually that bothered like, me a lot hell? Oh, that man. bothered me so much. It's like, okay, you're you're on stage, you're making these rabbits go, and that was entertaining. But it was pulling me back out. I was like, yeah, I can't. This is rated like, R. Why are you holding back? You, you're holding back where you don't need to. I know. I know the puppets are the mainstay, but why is if you're stripping, you're stripping? Yeah. Or at least have a skimpy bra. That's fine. That's have a fine. bikini or something. No denim fucking jeans. Or even even halter top. Or even better, instead of having her at a strip club, have her like on a porn shoot doing some weird puppet shit. I would have had her. No, even. Even better have her on a porn shoot mocking the show that she used to be on and he'd be like i don't know how i feel about coming to see you get gang banged by people who look like all the characters on the show she's like look i need the money they okay they're gonna that's they're actually gonna, fucking hilarious look, i need them i need the money look <laughs> once this deal goes through i'll have enough money i can leave all this shit behind you know you and me we can go off and be together he's like nah nah i destroy everything i touch and this and that and whatever say but i want you to get this money to have a better life and then she'd have an even better motive for what she did. She'd be like, yeah, I got it worse than all you guys. And I'm, and she's like, yeah, I spend every day getting gang banged by reminders of all you douchebags. I love nothing more to shoot every fucking one of you. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been wonderful. What are you saying, him? I thought it would have been more exciting if she didn't want to be like really sexy as a realistically a porn star or a stripper. She could have been like a hostess and have the strippers as the Muppets. You know, oh, you mean that- like, a, like a madam? Yes. Yeah. That would have been too much success. She wouldn't have needed the money. She'd have actually been pulling in good money if that were the case. That, that would have messed up the motivation. That's actually I, not a bad I, idea, though. But but were, yeah, I, I, I see found it weird that it was a stripper place with one individual stripper. Like it, They could have had like more yeah. girls. 
yeah. in the background. Yeah, the, yeah, she, that, she could have been like the loser one that doesn't want to get too naked. Well, if the they one. pointed that out, that would have been fine. What even been that better would've... was she's the only human stripper there, and the puppets treat her like shit, and she oh, shouldn't be- belong there nice, in the first place. Nice. And yeah, the Muppet strippers would have been much more successful. Yeah. You know, and Phil comes in there and he's pissed. They're treating her like that, and he's like, "Why you stay here? She stays there because she's got a thing for Muppets." Yeah. Which is why she ended up dating him. Yeah. That would have been much better. That would have been much better. Phil doesn't like the fact that they're treating her like shit, you know? You would have felt more sorry for her, and you can actually be tied to her as a character if you were seeing her. Nice. Like all the other stripper puppets just treating her like dog shit. You ain't supposed to be here. You're taking money from my customers. Fucking slapping her in the ass. You know, it wouldn't do any damage, but it's like, yeah. There's nothing but cotton in there. Of course, it wouldn't have done any damage. But no, that would have made more sense. It's all about this movie pulling back, not pushing the envelope quite enough. Pushing the envelope is not the end all be all. It's really, it's the jokes. Yeah. They weren't quite there with the jokes. I would say the at the end though, I love the way you determine who the real murderer is because really every single one of the happy time friends gets killed. And then you see the chick that uh Phil had as a client when he was a private detective. She's in the interrogation room, like, oh yeah, Phil killed all those people. He told me about how he was gonna kill him and we were gonna run off and shit, you know, and she's playing the femme fatale. And yeah, Phil's like, Man, what the fuck? They do something which I thought was just a run a, just a throwaway joke. They do the whole basic instinct thing. Yeah. It's basic instinct. Yeah, it was. It, where the woman crosses her legs and you see she's not wearing panties and whatnot. And the puppet cross uncrosses her legs and crosses them again, the femme fatale chick, and you realize you can see her pubes. I can't believe I'm saying this. You can see the puppet's pubic hair on her vagina is actually purple, but the hair on the puppet's head is, is red. So I'm like, okay, it's a joke. The carpet doesn't match the drapes. Ha ha. Okay, I get it. You know, she dyed her hair red. But then like later on, when he's trying to find, when she's revealing who she is and why, you know, she killed all the happy time friends and yeah. why she's trying to put him in jail, she starts explaining why. And then I remember like, wait, 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 his flashback. Yeah. When he tried to save his partner, his bullet missed and he hit some other guy in the head. And I thought that was just a joke. Like, oh God, he hit a guy who was walking <laughs> with his daughter eating an ice cream cone and shit. I thought, you just threw it away. It's a joke. But it's like, no, he hit that guy and his daughter had purple curly hair. Yeah. Oh fuck, this is that guy's daughter. She's doing this to get him killed because he killed her dad. So now she's like a femme fatale and she's banging all these guys. You know, she's fucked up in the head. You know, you watch, you watch your dad die right in front of you. That shit will happen. Yeah, you know, that, that was actually really good. That was actually really, really good. You know, I, I, I won't say anything else yeah. about the movie for risk of giving away too much. I genuinely want you guys to go see it. Even the stuff that we did give away, mm-hmm. it's still worth watching because a lot of it's a lot of shock and awe when you mm-hmm. see it. And then it's nice to see something completely different. I wouldn't say original, but it's completely its own genre of stuff. Now, I have to tell you right now, I'm, I'm going to give it my review, but I'm going to tell you right now, every place on YouTube I go to that's seen it, yeah. they all say the same thing. Oh, yeah, it's it's doing horrible in the box office, you know, but, you know, I, I watched it. It's not bad. I actually liked it. I, it's doing horrible in the box office. On, on the radio, they were saying that don't even bother wasting your time to see this shit. Is there, like, some kind of, like... Conspiracy? Yeah, well, I guess conspiracy... Just because for, you think a conspiracy is real doesn't mean it's not real. Well, I think there's a conspiracy to make sure that this movie doesn't make any money. I think there is a conspiracy for that, but I think it's coming from two places. Uh, number one being Disney. Hong Kong, yeah. Not not the Hong Kong thing. It's because Jim Hansen's production studio. Disney bought Jim Hansen Studios for a reason. To have a lock 
on the, on Muppet. the whole Muppet thing. And the idea that someone else can come out and make Muppet movies, because it ain't cheap. Well, Making Muppet movies is not cheap. We were doing some digging, and we saw this one reviewer give this movie a dog shit rating. And then oh, he yeah. reviewed Ghostbusters, which I thought was complete dog shit. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's If we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. Hold on. All right. Okay, because I'm going to go verbatim. All right, this guy's name, Peter Travers, right? Okay. And he says, a few critics are calling it the worst movie of the year. Unfair. This R-rated look at a serial killer running wild in a puppet-populated L.A. has what it takes to be contender for worst of the decade. So you're going to fucking sit there and look me in the eyes and tell me this was worse than Ghostbusters. All right, look, asshole. You're going to look me in my eyes and tell me that 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 Ghostbusters was better than this. There's no fucking way. That female Ghostbusters was better than this. And I fucking guarantee you, I guarantee you, if I go look up Ghostbusters and look at his name under the review, it's going to be in the high 70s, probably 80s. Oh, a wonderfully creative this and that. And my thing is, a lot of these guys, these professional critics, these Hollywood types, have their heads so far up their own ass. Or Or they're bought. Or they're most likely they're bought. But they all hold shit to this ridiculous fucking standard. If I go to see a movie, it's supposed to be a comedy, in this day and age, if you make me laugh three times, you're all right. Yeah. Maybe you're not great. Maybe there's room for improvement. Like with Happy Time Murders, there's certainly room for improvement. But they got more than a few laughs. Genuine laughs. I genuinely laughed. But more important than that, they got me interested. Yes. They interested into that world. I was me. hooked. Okay, I could see this. I could see this. They got me genuinely interested into the world. And and that actually is very hard to do. I mean, quarter of the way through Ghostbusters, I started thinking about my taxes and shit and what I'm going to do tomorrow <laughs> for this thing I got to pay for and whatnot. You know, I did not laugh one goddamn time. I was fucking in shock I how laughed, bad this shit was. I laughed once during I the trailer. Once. During I the trailer, once. I laughed when they had the little mannequin heads and her head was in there and she's scared. So, oh, yeah, it was funny though, right? Oh. It was funny. Then I watched the movie and I saw that same scene. It's like, yeah, it's not funny now. You I know what laugh. it is? No, I did laugh one time on that Ghostbusters. And and you know what the funny part is? What? It had nothing to do with anybody in the cast. It was some background character that showed up as a police agent saying, well, a ghost came by. You mean like the movie ghost? And it was just like a one line and it made me giggle. And it was like, okay. <laughs> that's a little giggle. It was like a giggle. It's like, oh, that's that's funny. Yeah, I laughed at just one joke too. Something with the phone and the guy just didn't know how to use the answering machine. Just oh, a, you mean the beefcake dude? Yeah, the beefcake dude. The, guy, the guy that was there just Chris to, Hemsworth. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He made that one joke. That was all him. It wasn't written. It was all him. And honestly, if I was Chris Hemsworth and I read the original Ghostbusters and I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm going to be the new Janine. Yeah. Okay. Let me see my lines. I'd have read that shit and be like, no, I'm not doing this. And I'd have got no, up no and walked way. off. <laughs> Because Janine was a fucking badass. Yeah, she, treated, she was. She treated those guys like shit, like they were idiots. Yeah. Like they were damn lucky to have her. And you know what? They were. They were damn lucky to have her. So what is Chris Hemsworth's job? Yeah, sit there with your shirt off and be pretty. And every once in a while, say dumb shit. Yeah. That's the respect that we have for you. You're our version of Janine. Oh, So man. basically, if Janine were, were a blonde-haired, big-tittied idiot. Yeah. Girl power. And you know yeah, what? Girl she power. Was, Sexualizing she, men. Girl power. She wasn't sexualized at all, Janine. She, she wasn't. She had the big-ass goofy glasses a shirt you can't even see her figure in and she just had all personality that was yeah, it remember when the cops came up with the guy and they knock at the door and she comes outside what do you want oh we got a ghost dropping off and picking up uh dropping off hold on she closes the door <laughs> said, all right one of you assholes get down there and get to the door so it's dropping off a ghost no but that's that's the whole thing that movie was garbage he gave it a good review this movie was not bad and he shits all over oh, worst movie i've ever seen i could give you 10 movies that were worse than this. 
But but that's my whole thing, man. They're so far up their asses. They look, they so badly want to be able to shit on something that they don't go to the movie to see if they enjoy it or not. Yeah. They go to the movie and then wait for the popular consensus of the other reviewers. And if the popular consensus is, no, no, we can shit on this. They'll all shit on it but really, I, really hard because that's what they want. But I think you're right. I think Disney had a, a hand in putting mm-hmm. that advertisement oh, out yeah. to make sure that, hey, we need to squash this shit now because now these guys could get funding from Netflix. These guys could get funding from, from China to do any which way of Well, things. I was going to say that was the second part. That was the second reason. Number one, it's Disney. And you say, well, who could be trying to crush this? It's Disney and then it's Hollywood in America in general because these Chinese are kicking them in the dick. I say to the Chinese, kick harder. Here's a pair of steel toe boots. Go ahead. I already paid for it. You keep it. Kick them in the dick until they piss blood. But more importantly than that, this is the time when all these huge companies are actually kind of consolidating all their properties. Mm -hmm. And anything that's a new property, they will either want or squash. Because this is a new property. I I wouldn't mind watching The Happy Time Murders 2. Oh, I would. I wouldn't wouldn't mind watching out of my day. I wouldn't mind watching just all puppets. (laughs) No humans. (laughs) Just all puppets. No. I think it's funnier with some humans in there. Maybe a little less humans. Alright. Well, I mean, there's like literally two. Well, really like six. I mean, Maya Rudolph barely did anything here. She was like the love interest, but whatever. Disney and all these other guys are seeing all these new properties. The Meg. I was actually pissed off when they said Finn at the very end, because shit. I wanted more. I wanted more. Yeah. No, when they killed that first one, and then the second one showed up, I was like, please give me two more. Give me like two or three more. I don't want to be greedy, but (laughs) if you can give me two or three more, I'd be really happy. If it's just the one, I'll take it. And and again, I'm very thankful. I don't want to be greedy. But if you had like like two more that you were just going to throw away or something, I won't take them myself. I'll give them to somebody else who wants them. I'm just wondering if you have some extra. I think these guys are going to start making new content that feels fresh and original. Even though this isn't original, but it's way out there. It's really different. the, the, The premise was not original the concept was original it's your standard as far as it being a murder mystery it's very standard as far as it being a comedy it's very standard it's just the the genre that it's in with puppets same thing with who framed roger rabbit blew it out the water holy shit this hasn't been done before and to me they did a good job for a first time it does not deserve the heavy-handed condemnation it's getting and i'm trying very hard to find where the budget is yeah so i can see how much it costs them to you know, I and, can't if, find it. and if they do a second movie, they I should do watch it. do like some kind of lethal weapon, buddy kind of cop thing, buddy cop thing, more than the dynamic that they had in this movie. That would that would work. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> I would have two completely different characters. It wouldn't be Phil and this chick. It'd, yeah, it'd be they're training new trainees to be puppet cops. Yeah, would you have two puppet cops or one human, one puppet again? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That would I be would, interesting. I, that would be interesting, and it would just be a new division. It'd be really interesting. Uh, See, now we're working ourselves up for nothing. It's probably not even going to be the end of the movie. All right, so let's go ahead and review this. Yeah. I'm going to be very forthright and honest. My review for this, a very, 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 very high matinee. Oh, wow. Very high matinee. They took a chance. I always give leeway to yeah. people who take a chance. Yeah. They took a chance. The movie itself is solid. A lot of the jokes fall flat. A lot of the characterization fall flat, but it's not bad. Yeah. And for that, you're skirting the line right between a full price and a high matinee. So I am going to give you a very high matinee. They've earned it. Do not listen to these fucking reviewers. Yeah, go out and watch it. Who say it's shit and you're wasting your time. All right. I watched a puppet ejaculate 
silly string all over the the doors roof and windows that at least that you can go for that one scene and leave it's worth your time okay go see the movie high matinee ray what do you give it i'm gonna give this also a high matinee that's Um, fair absolutely um unlike the Teen Titans movie, where I I could give two shits if I even saw the movie or... No, we reviewed that, didn't we? Yes, we did review Why it. Why are you being so harsh? Because... Did we even post that review yes, yet? Yes, I don't remember. Yes, we did. Oh, I'm going to have to listen to it yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember us, us no, posting it, that it's, review. It, you know, the times have changed where you can almost watch anything at home and leaving the house is become like a chore yeah, at times. I'd much rather watch movies at home. This is something you want to watch because you want to hear other people's reaction because I couldn't stop overhearing other people that were sitting next to us they couldn't believe it even though i've seen you know a lot crazier shit what's going on screen this was actually kind of refreshing so just because it's refreshingly different you got to go see it got to go support it hi matinee okay all right em what do you give it give it regular matinee all right matinee is matinee it doesn't really matter if it's well, why or not but <laughs> why 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 well what did you like i always you liked it like? i always liked the muppets i grew up with sesame street i grew up with all these muppet mm-hmm. babies so i thought this cartoon really, doesn't count it's still muppetly mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's animation not muppet <laughs> i really really like the concept of having muppets i probably would have been happier with just muppets and maybe one human but i do like the sexual tension and stuff in this but what sexual floats, tension from who well you know this the sexuality of it is pu- trying to push buttons but so you trying like, to make a movie like so this, you like so the I, so you like the puppet sex that was in the office is that what you're saying yeah, I like I like the Reddit artness of of this. You're you don't fucking get... weirdo. <laughs> you, got, you got a fetish. I'm gonna have to start kink shaming you. We're gonna lose all of our uh, Christian sponsors. What, what was that last? What was that last puppet? What was it like a uh, like stop motion puppet movie where they had sex? Was it Amino Lisa? Uh, Amino Lisa? Oh, that's right. Hmm? That didn't feel very puppety. I, I guess they're like stop was... motion puppets what, what having sex. Yeah, but they had a good sex scene. They yeah. had a good sex scene. What movie was this? It was a drama about a guy Amo who's Lisa. depressed and a woman that was depressed, and they ended up meeting each other and having sex. No wait, they're, they're a little. How do I spell it? How do I spell it? Oh man, I fucking okay, Amino well... Lisa. Amano. This sounds like how a child says animal. A N O M A L. It's right there. You got it right there. Pretty much more like like a nominal Lisa. Yeah, that's yeah, the last. That was a weird ass sex scene. Okay, I remember that now. So yeah, so we got overall solid high matinee. Um, Rotten Tomatoes says it's garbage. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck them right in the hey, Ray, what, what was your favorite scene? Because I, I know Anton already mentioned that. Um, my favorite scene was actually when she was snorting the the, the candy. Really? Her doing the flips and about that was like to me that was one of the peaks because I wanted to see where the action if there was gonna be any action where would it go? It was more like taking action where she's doing like born identity like attacks and it the still action, looked good. Action. The action looked kind of good even though you had almost no action because you're dealing mm. with puppets. Yeah, you know how much how much gorier can you get besides you know exploding cotton? Right, they didn't put any blood. Like that other movie that we reviewed, there was actual blood coming out of paper. Yeah. Oh. The, the, it wasn't gory. You mean from when, when these when these puppets died? It was just cotton, but they could have done a little like red cotton. Or- Why would you put Oregon. red cotton in there? Because it. Or you know when when there's like a like a a bloodbath, a yeah. bloodbath or something. or explosions. Yeah, I could I could I see know. it. I don't know. I think that would have made them a bit too human and taking people out of the the joke. Well, all right, guys, don't forget to visit us on our website at g2ta.net and got talk Patreon. and Patreon. Yes, we have a Patreon page, Patreon slash g2ta. We are money whores. Uh, <laughs> I don't judge me. 
to pause it here. I do it. Yo, whatever, whatever. I do what I want. I'm an adult. It don't affect you. Give me money. Yeah, yeah. What did someone call you? The Suge Knight of movie reviews? Yeah, yeah. I was like, look, you know, if you want to be dealing with whack movie reviews, you go ahead, you go to your Rotten Tomatoes and your IMDb. But when you're ready for some real movie reviews, you come to G2TA. We're going to treat you right. Then I started waving my gun around. <laughs> everybody, everybody ran out of the studio. I don't think they understood the uh, artistic vision that I had. But the message was made. Yeah. All right, guys. You know, you know, it's a it's a new year. You think we should change our bumper as far as the announcement bumper we have? Yeah, we'll, we'll probably wind up changing them. Why don't we actually do something with us instead of paying some guy off the street to do it? Yeah, we'll probably wind up doing that. Yeah, we can come up with a couple.